you stand, page seven in your green hymnal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto thee all my sins and iniquities, with which I have offended thee, and justly deserve thy temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and truly repent of them. And I pray thee of thy boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you, who heartily repent of your sins, believe on Jesus Christ, and sincerely and earnestly purpose by the assistance of God the Holy Ghost, henceforth to amend your sinful lives. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The Introit. Lightnings lighten the world, the earth trembled and shook. How in the thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts, my soul yet the course of the Lord.
glory be to God on high. And on earth is good will for men. We praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee. We glorify thee, we give thanks to thee for thy great glory. O Lord God, heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, of thy only begotten Son has confirmed the mysteries of the faith by the testimony of the fathers and who in the voice that came from the bright cloud didst in a wonderful manner foreshow the adoption of sons mercifully vouchsafe to make us co-heirs with the king of his glory and bring us to the enjoyment of the same through the same Jesus Christ thy son our Lord who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. The Old Testament reading for the transfiguration of our Lord is from the 61st chapter of the book of Isaiah. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with, with the garment of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments. And as a bride adorns, adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth, for as the earth brings forth its bud. As the garden causes the things that are to, that are sown in it to spring forth. So the Lord God will cause righteousness and righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Here endeth the reading. The epistle is from the first chapter of Second Peter, beginning at the sixteenth verse. For we did not follow cunningly devised fables 
when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And we heard this voice which came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you have, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. For the, for prophecy, never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Here endeth the gospel. Thou art fairer than the children of men, Gracious poured into thy lips. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand, Until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Sing unto the Lord, bless his name, the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 17th chapter. Now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let me, let me make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. When the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and do not be afraid. When they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. Now as they came down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, saying, Tell the vision to no, tell the vision to no one, until the Son of Man is risen from the dead. Here ends the Gospel. Praise 
I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of the Father And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe one holy Christian and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come.
Our sermon text is St. Matthew 17, verse 7. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter was enjoying a mountaintop experience. His Lord transfigured before him. The regular human nature which Jesus received from the Virgin Mary is now transformed by the divine nature which he had from eternity. The regular, everyday face of Jesus shines with the brightness of the sun. Even Jesus' dusty clothes turn white. It would appear as if heaven has come down to them. And Moses and Elijah, the saints, have gone before. They are talking with Jesus. And the disciples, those three, they get to listen in as they speak about Jesus' upcoming suffering and death. But Peter has another idea. Why don't we just stay here on the mountain? Peter volunteers to take care of the lodging for his rabbi and these two visiting dignitaries. They will stay on the mountain. Peter says, they will stay in heaven. But the Heavenly Father interrupts the Apostle Peter. As the presence of the Father overshadows them with this coming of a cloud, immediately and without hesitation, Peter, James, and John fall on their faces. They tremble with fear as the Father speaks. And the Father's voice makes it clear that they are not to set the upcoming agenda for his Son. They will not remain on the mountain. The whole purpose of the transfiguration is not for Jesus to escape his upcoming crucifixion, but to strengthen him so that he might set his face toward Jerusalem. The whole purpose of this vision for his three witnesses is so that they might be strengthened in their faith during the Lord's upcoming suffering. Knowing that they would all fall away, Jesus tells them that they will speak about this event after the Son of Man is raised from the dead. But back to the story. Trembling in their boots and lying flat on their faces, they are terrified. The text says, But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and have no fear. This coming to those who are in fear is a coming of the gospel. The touch of Jesus is the touch of the gospel. The words, rise and have no fear, are words of the gospel. The vision itself is a wonderful experience of heaven, but apart from the suffering and death of Jesus in Jerusalem and then the resulting resurrection, the vision is not yet gospel if if you separate it from that which is to come. But with the gospel delivered to them, the disciples are able to come down from the mountain and they can return to their everyday lives. And they do. And there are no more glowing faces. 
No thundering voices from the clouds and no visits from the saints. As if to show the remarked contrast, the first thing that Jesus encounters as they come down at the foot of the mountain is a demon-possessed boy whom they come to the disciples and they're not able to heal. Yes, what a contrast. But you see, that contrast between heaven and our lives, God knows what our lives are like. Some of you have parents who are in nursing homes. Others have older children who have now come back at home. Some of you are struggling with difficult situations at work. Others may have lost their job. Some of you have children who try their patience, maybe even your sanity. Others are not able to have children at all. Some of you are sick. You've been diagnosed with disease. Others live with pain every day. They're limited by what they are able to do. Some of you are struggling with your faith, your faith in the gospel, faith in Christ. Others have spouses or children who no longer gather to worship, or maybe they never did. Some of you may still be dealing with the loss of loved ones. Others live in fear of losing a loved one. Some of you lash out at your neighbors in anger and malice. Others simply hold it in and become sour with it. And it eats them up as they never say anything. Some of you have experienced divorce firsthand. Others are enduring a marriage that you fear might die. Some of you make it through life by escape through addictions. Others take life straight but are overwhelmed by it all. Yep, God knows. And that is the life of this world. When Peter says, Lord, it is good to be here, he was right. He was right. In heaven, all of our struggles, all of our sins will pass away. In the glorious glow of our Lord Jesus Christ, there we will experience a release from all our struggles. There, sins are forgiven. Tears are no more. Among us will be all the saints who, like us, have a blessed communion with their God. We'll live together in perfect harmony. I mean, which of us would not have wanted to stay on the mountain in heaven. Our problem is not the desire for that, the desire for a perfect peace. The problem is the means which we use to accomplish it. Like Peter, we want the glory of heaven, but we don't understand that the way through it, the way through this life, to receive it is through communion with the suffering Jesus. If Jesus doesn't suffer and die, then we don't get it. We don't receive the vision of heaven. If we don't trust in Jesus during our journey here through this veil of tears, then we will not share in that heavenly destination. Many false prophets have gone out. They've gone before us in order to appeal to your desire for that mountaintop experience but then what they teach is a theology of glory. 
They made grand promises about the glorious vision which you could have here on earth. If you really believe, well, you will be set free from disease and pain. If you pray this little prayer, you will never be in debt. You will be successful and financially well off. If you get yourself all worked up in vision, in a worship vision experience, well, new powers will come and you'll overcome sin. If you join our church, your marriage will be wonderful. If you follow these seven basic principles for raising children, your sons and daughters will be perfect. If you give God $10, he'll send you 20 Promises, promises. It's a theology of glory. When Peter presented a theology of glory, whenever Peter tried to hold on to the glory through tent building, when Peter tried to stick in his own ideas about the conversation of Jesus, Moses and Elijah, and God said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Listen. Our glory will come through Jesus, God's Son. Listen to him. Jesus said, whoever believes and is baptized shall be saved. Listen. Jesus said, if you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. Peter had just prior had confessed his belief that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, This was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. On this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. So God's Son came. He came to his disciples and he touched them. And he said, rise and have no fear. The Lord has not promised to take away all of our temptations, but he surely will not lead us into temptation. Instead, our Lord will give us strength and faith to go through those struggles. He will take away our fear so that we live in the peace that he won for us that comes from the cross, that is, from the gospel. This celebration today of the transfiguration, it's the last big epiphany before we begin our road to Jerusalem. There are three pre-Lenten Sundays, then four in Lent, and finally two weeks of Jesus' passion, and then we will arrive at Easter. And after today, our alleluias will go, alleluias will go away, the song will be sung, the banner will process out. Though they go away, though we go down from the mountain, we have the touch of forgiveness. And with the words in our ears, rise and have no fear, we can meet the days ahead. We can return to our lives in the valley. Each morning we rise in the sign of the cross and say in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we go out to meet our day, but without fear. Because Jesus has overcome the world. Just as one day in Easter will come and we will sing again, so also one day 
all of the sin and trouble of this world will pass away and we'll experience the glory of the sun shining from his throne. And then you will not need to leave. You will say it is good that we are here and then you will stay forever. Amen. May the peace of God which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. The Offertory on page 18. We stand. Faith in me, a clean heart, O God, and Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank Thee for all Thy goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of Thy dear Son and for the revelation of Thy will and grace. And we beseech Thee so to implant Thy word in us that in good and honest hearts we may keep it and bring forth fruit by patient continuance in well-doing. Most heartily we beseech Thee so to rule and govern Thy church universal with all its pastors and ministers that it may be preserved in the pure doctrine of thy saving word, whereby faith toward thee may be strengthened and charity increased in us toward all mankind. Grant also health and prosperity to all in authority, especially to the President and Congress of the United States, the Governor and Legislature of this Commonwealth, and to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after thy good pleasure, to the maintenance of righteousness and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. May it please thee also to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries, that they may cease their enmity and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace. All who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for thy name and for thy true sake, comfort, O God, with thy Holy Spirit, that they may receive and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of thy fatherly will. And although we have deserved thy righteous wrath and manifold punishments, yet we entreat thee, O most merciful Father, Remember not the sins of our youth, nor our many transgressions, but out of thine unspeakable goodness, grace, and mercy, defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul. Preserve us from false and pernicious doctrine, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of thy mercy, and from an evil death. And in every time of trouble, show thyself a present help 
the Savior of all men, and especially of them that believe. Cause also the needful fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, to all lawful occupations, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge, and crown them with thy blessings. We ask your blessing upon our Bishop James, our pastors Michael and Gary, as well as upon our armed forces, including Jason and Blake. Provide and be with our police officers, Daniel and Alex, with our shut-ins, Carolyn and Patty, our elderly, Violet and Tom, with Susan and her unborn child. Bless our students with Tom and Kara, Jonathan, Sarah, Sadie, and Alexis. We ask that you would provide for the needs of Larry and Deb with Christina, and we give thanks for the healing for Jim and Charlotte and their declining health uh, with uh, Denise, with the improvement uh, shown for Melanie. Continue to be with Hal and Carolyn. We ask also, dear Lord, that you would be with Patty uh, at the news yesterday of her father Arthur's uh, passing. Remind her uh, of the happy reunion in heaven and of the forgiveness of sins, uh, which all the baptized receive. Continue to uh, be with Anita, and we give thanks to you for the uh, progress uh, with Kevin and Levi. O God, our loving creator, all human life is sacred from the moment of conception until death. Bless all those who defend the right to life for the preborn, the newborn, the handicapped, the aged, and the terminally ill. Protect and defend all to whom you give life until that day when you take their life again from them. Lead our nation to reject the evil path of abortion and provide the comfort of full forgiveness for the repentant, those who still grieve for their lost children. These and whatsoever other things thou wouldst have us ask of thee, O God, vouchsafe unto us for the sake of the bitter suffering and death of Jesus Christ, thine only Son, our Lord and Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
hymn number 243. Dearly beloved, for as much as we purpose to come to the Holy Supper of our Lord Jesus Christ, it becometh us diligently to examine ourselves as St. Paul exhorteth us. For this Holy Supper hath been instituted for the special comfort and strengthening of those who humbly confess their sins and who hunger and thirst after righteousness. 
But if we thus examine ourselves, we shall find nothing in us, but only sin and death from which we can in no wise set ourselves free. Therefore, our Lord Jesus Christ hath had mercy upon us and hath taken upon himself our nature, that so he might fulfill for us the whole will and law of God, and for us and for our deliverance suffered death, and all that we by our sins have deserved. And to the end, that we should the more confidently believe this, and be strengthened by our faith in a cheerful obedience to his holy will, he hath instituted the holy sacrament of his supper, in which he feedeth us with his body and giveth us to drink of his blood. Therefore, whoso eateth of this bread and drinketh of this cup, firmly believing the words of Christ, dwelleth in Christ and Christ in him, and hath eternal life. We should also do this in remembrance of him showing his death, that he was delivered for our offenses and raised again for our justification, and rendering unto him most hearty thanks for the same, take up our cross and follow him. And according to his commandment, love one another, even as he hath loved us. For we are all one bread and one body, even as we are all partakers of this one bread and drink of this one cup. The communion service in the blue book, it's on page 144. The Lord be with you. and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you Holy Lord Almighty Father everlasting God and now we praise you for you sent us your only begotten Son and that in him being found in fashion as a man, you manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name evermore praising you and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, 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 
Lord of heaven and earth, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us to do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin Oh, Christ, the Lamb of 
thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Let us pray. O God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled to serve you constantly. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Supplement will have the farewell to Alleluia hymn in it. <laughs> <laughs>